In this episode, we're going to look at how to use Cisco Discovery Protocol to map a network. I'll show you how to do it, and we'll talk about the concepts along the way. A senior network administrator requires us to map a remote branch or office network and discover the name of a recently installed switch that still needs an IP address to be configured. Our task is to create a map of the branch office network. We must record all the network device names, IP addresses, and subnet masks, and physical interfaces interconnecting the network devices, as well as the name of the switch that does not have an IP address. To map the network, we'll use SSH for remote access and Cisco Discovery Protocol, also known as CDP, to discover information about neighboring networking devices. Because CDP is a layer two protocol, it can be used to discover information about devices that do not have IP addresses. We'll record the gathered information to complete the addressing table and provide a topology diagram of the remote branch office network. We'll be discussing mapping a network using CDP and SSH remote access. Greetings to all my tech heads out there in the Kev Techify Nation. And if you're new here, welcome. This episode is part of my series on configuration examples for the CCNA. I'm Kevin here at Kev Techify. Let's get this adventure started. Packet Tracer Lab 10.1.5 use CDP to map a network. I have the packet tracer file open. On the left side, I have a work area where we have the topology, where we can interact with our devices. On the right side, I have the instructions. On the very bottom right, I have the packet tracer activity window that opens up when you open up packet tracer. In the upper right, the most, most of the right side, I have the Word document of those same instructions. The reason I have the Word document is we have this addressing table to fill in when we use CDP, plus there's some questions to answer in. Using the Word document allows me to save my answers. Here's our topology. We will be working from the admin PC. On the admin PC, we are able to connect into the, these different devices, connect into the edge router. Then from the edge router, what we're going to do is go across the internet. This is the WAN connection. And then connect into our remote branch office. In our remote branch office, there's several devices. We're going to use CDP here to discover those devices, how they're connected, the layout of them, and we're gonna be looking for one device in particular. Here's our addressing table. We're gonna be filling out this information. We'll fill out quite a lot of these fields by the time we're done working through here. Each line will be for a connection to each device. Down here we have our objectives and scenarios. We're gonna use CDP and SSH. What we're going to do in this lab here is we are going to map the remote branch office. And this is all we can see of the branch office right here is it's just the cloud. And so we have to use CDP to figure out what it looks like on the inside of it. Then we're going to discover the name of a recently installed switch that still needs an IP address. There was a switch that was installed here in the branch office. It needs an IP address, but we don't know what it was called. And we have to figure that out. As we work through here, our task is to create a map of the branch office network. Now to do that, what I'm going to do is I have a piece of paper. I have a pad of paper right here. I'm going to be writing down the map of the network as I go. I highly suggest when you use CDP to have a piece of paper and be able to write down your findings, that way you can actually draw a map. Now it's not going to look as pretty as what we have on the pack tracer window here on the left side, but it's going to give you an idea. Then, if you need to document it further, I would use a tool then to draw it on the computer once you know how this, how this lays out in, in your scenario. We also have to record all network device names, IP addresses, and subnet masks. And then we also need to connect or document the physical interfaces interconnecting the network devices and we need to figure out the name of the switch that does not have an IP address. Now what we're looking for is the SVI, your management interface, your switch virtual interface that does not have an IP address. 
Now to map this out, we're gonna use SSH for remote access that allow us to connect from de device to device. And then we're gonna use CDP to discover our neighbors once we connect into the device. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna use CDP, figure out what our neighbors are. Once we figured out what our neighbors are, we figure out an IP address, we're gonna use SSH to connect into that new address, that new device. Then we're gonna use CDP again to discover the neighbors figure out the information, figure out the next IP address, use SSH until we're done with the entire network. Because CDP is a layer two protocol, it can be used to discover information that, about devices that don't have IP addresses. CDP works at layer two, does not rely on layer three IP addresses at all. Record gathered information to complete the addressing table above and provide a topology diagram when you're done. At the end of the lab, you're going to have your drawing here of your diagram. Take a picture of it and save it in this Word document. Here is our local username and passwords. This is what we're going to use. While we're local here, and local means these devices right here on our network, these are our passwords and, and usernames we should use. Once we're into the branch office, we use these credentials and thankfully it's the same password. The username is the only thing that's changed. What I did for an ease of use is I wrote down on another sheet of paper, the username and passwords. So I have those usernames and passwords there so I don't have to go back and look them up quickly. Yes, it's a bad security practice, don't do it. But for our lab scenario, I, I did it that way. When we're done, you're gonna have you're gonna fill in the fields above in the addressing table. Part one, use SSH to remotely access network devices. In part one, we're gonna use the admin PC. We're gonna use the admin PC right here to remotely access the edge router. Next, the edge router, from the edge router, we're going to SSH into the remote branch office. So from the edge router, we're going to go across the internet, the ISP, and we're going to connect into the remote branch office. Step 1A on the admin PC, open up the command prompt. So I'm going to click on the admin PC. I'm going to make the window bigger going right to left. That way it'll format the content a little bit. That way it'll format, start that over. will just lay out the information a little bit better. I'm going to go ahead and click on the command prompt app here. Opens us up. Step 1B. SSH into the gateway router at 192.168.1.1 using the user admin 01 and the password of this password. To do that, what we do is we use an uh, exe in the command prompt. It's called SSH. So to start it, you just type in SSH, then we have to supply it some variables. First one is a dash L, it's a lowercase L, meaning log on with this username. So you have to specify the username. Here we are using admin 01. Then we have to specify what host are we connecting to? The lab gave us 192.168.1.1, 192 192.168.1.1. Hit enter and it's going to ask us for the password to log in there. This is our password we need to enter. Capital S3CRE7, capital P, at sign 55. When you enter it in correctly, you're going to see the new prompt here. Um, just like our instructions show us, it shows us that we should be connected into edge one we are connected into edge one. Here says, notice we are brought into privilege exec mode. How do we know privilege exec mode? It has the number sign, hashtag, the waffle sign right here. And it gives our router name. Use the show IP interface brief and show interfaces command to document the edge one routers physical interfaces IP addresses and subnet mask in the addressing table. Now, I'm gonna take advantage of Word right here. A Word, if you don't know, has a split screen. So up here on my view tab, 
I'm going to go and click on split. What it's going to do is split my work area inside of Microsoft Word here. And it's going to allow me to scroll up to my addressing table. That way I can enter in information in the addressing table while still having showing me my instructions down here. So I can scroll independently of these two. First command they want us to use, once again, we are SSH'd into the Edge router here. They want us to use a show IP interface brief. So show IP interface brief, and it lists all of our interfaces. On this particular device, we have two gigabit interfaces, two serial interfaces, and then VLAN one. But only two of them are up and activated and running. Gig 00 is up and running, and serial 000 is up and running. Let's go ahead, update our table here. Looking at our addressing table, I, we can see that gig 00 and serial 000 is listed. IP address for gig 00 is listed correctly, but we don't have a, in our table, we don't have the IP address for our serial 000 interface. That is, and I'm going to enter it in, 209.165.200.5. Can't tell what our subnet mask is from this screen. We'll get to that in a second. And looking here, so interfaces, IP addresses, subnet mask. Can't get our subnet mask from here. Go ahead and try our second command, show interfaces show interfaces what this gives us is each one of the interfaces it's going to list out a lot of detailed information on first up is our gig 000 we can see that we're up and up so that's good we have our hardware address which is our mac address we have our internet address which is our ip address and then we also have our subnet mask so we can get our subnet mask from here we are 192.168.1.1 slash 24. That's what our table has. Looking at the bottom, we have dash dash more dash dash, meaning there's more information to be displayed than on one page of content. Now you can either hit enter to take you down a line or you can hit spacebar to scroll an entire page. I hit spacebar, brought us down. Here is gig zero one. Once again, it's down and down, but that's not what we're looking for. We are looking for serial zero here. I'm going to hit space bar again back in our working window. Here is serial zero zero, and it shows that it's up. Here is our internet address of 209.165.200.5. And then here's our subnet mask, a slash 30. When you take a slash 30 from binary so you got 31s followed by two zeros convert that into dotted decimal notation that'll give you 255 255 255.252 that is our subnet mask here so 255.255.255.252 we now have all the information asking for in c D, from Edge 1, use SSH to to access the remote branch, officer, branch office at 209.165.200.110 with the username of branch admin and our password. Back here in our admin PC window, seeing as I still have more information available, I could hit spacebar several times to take me down to the end, or I can hit control C. That just terminates it right there. Before I go on, I am going to start my drawing. I am currently on the Edge One router and I'm going to draw that on my paper. So I'm drawing a circle because that's as close as my artistic skills are going to get me to a, the symbol for a router. I'm going to write Edge One next to it because that's the name of my device. Then I'm going to draw a line down to another circle and we are connecting to the remote branch office now that's probably not the name but i do know i am connecting into this ip address 
10. And so where the connection between edge one goes into this new router, I'm also going to write the IP address, 209.165.200.10. Once I have that documented, I'm gonna go ahead and actually tell, or SSH from edge one here into that new device. We start off by SSH space dash L, meaning login with this username I'm gonna specify next. That username is branch admin. And then the IP address we're gonna connect into, that's the IP address that was given to us, 209.165.200.10. Two hundred nine point one sixty five point two hundred point ten, and it's going to ask us for the password. Once again, it, we have one password we're using. So capital S three C R E seven capital P at sign five five. When you type it in correctly, it will now give you. You are now connected to the Branch Edge router. This is the name of our device. So I'm going to go and update my drawing and put the name here, so branch, and I'm gonna write it the same way it's written there, capital B, branch, dash, capital E, edge. Once again, notice they took us right into privilege exec mode by the pound sign, hashtag, waffle sign, whatever you wanna call it. We are in there. After connecting to the remote branch office, what piece of previously missing information can now be added to the addressing table above? Right now, as we logged in, well, we kind of really don't have the remote branch office. Well, we do have that IP address they gave us, so this must be the line we're looking at. What I can tell you from this right here, our device name is Branch Edge. So that's the piece of information that's missing. I'm gonna go ahead, update my addressing table with the name. Now I gotta answer the question. What was missing from here? The branch edge host name. Hey, takes care of part one. On to part two. Use CDP to discover neighboring devices. Now, you are now remotely connected to the Branch Edge router. How we confirm that? We can see our name says Branch Edge over here. Using CDP, begin looking for connected network devices. Issue the show IP interface brief and show interfaces command to document the Branch Edge router's network interfaces, IP addresses, and subnet masks. Add the missing information to the addressing table. Okay, let's go ahead and do that. So first command was show IP interface brief. Gives us a nice table. Here we have two interfaces. We have gig 000. It shows that we're up and it has an IP address. The other interface is serial 001. That interface is up and has an IP address. This IP address is the address we connected into. Also note, this IP address is 209.165.200.10. It is a public act, or public address. It is accessible across the internet. It's routable across the internet. You would make the educated guess that serial 001 is our publicly facing um, port on our bridge edge router. That gig 000 is our internally facing port that goes to our internal LAN because it has a 192.168 address, which is a private address, non-routable on the internet. Okay, let's update our table here. We have two interfaces, so we need two entries here. So branch edge, I'm just gonna do cut and paste quick. We have serial 001 here, and the other interface we had was gig 000. Our IP address for our gig 000 interface, 192.168.3.245. 
It was dot three dot not three dot three dot two forty nine. So three dot two four nine. Oh, gotta make sure I'm in the right field. Two four nine. And we can't tell what our subnet masks are here, but we can get that from our next command. Our next command was the show interfaces command, where it's gonna show us all the detail of our interfaces. So show interfaces. First one up here is gig 000. That's the one we are looking for. Here's our hardware Mac address. Here's our internet IP address. 192.168.3.249 with a slash 29 address. If you take a slash 29, convert that into dotted decimal notation, that subnet mask will be 255.255.255.248. We can't tell information about this, the local interface and connected neighbors yet. That's going to be a function of CDP, but we can also, we also need to get, oh, I put the wrong address or wrong name in here. It is not edge one. It is branch one. We're on branch one and we have two interfaces. So back to looking in our admin PC window where we have SSH into the branch edge. We can see that there's more information. I'm going to hit space bar until it takes us down to our serial 001 interface. This is gig 01, not what we're looking for. Here is serial 000, not what we're looking for. It's also down, so it's not gonna help us. Hit spacebar one more time. Here is serial 001, that is up. Here's our internet address, 209.165.200.10 with a slash 30. Slash 30 once again for our subnet mask. While we're at updating our address table is 255.255.255.252. On to part 2B. Security best practice recommends only running CDP when enabled. CDP may not be turned on. Use the show CDP command to display its status. Okay, so I'm still in this command here of the show interfaces. I'm going to hit control C takes me out. Then I'm going to go ahead and type in show CDP and it comes back and says CDP is not enabled. Okay. So it's not enabled. Good security practices. Only use it when you need to. C, you need to turn on CDP, but it's a good idea to only broadcast CDP information to the internal devices and not to the external networks. To do this, run CDP protocol and then disable CDP on the serial 001 interface. Once again, remember serial zero on branch edge, the serial 00 is connected to the internet and we can tell that because this is a routable internet address. The other interface, gig 00, that is a private address that's our internal. So we want CDP to go out the gig 00, but not out the serial 001. To do that, what we have to do is we have to turn on CDP first. Turn on CDP, we have to be in global configuration mode. So go ahead and type in config T. Now to turn it on, type in CDP run. That turns on CDP for us. To stop it to go out the individual port, you need to go into that port. Once again, we are stopping it from going out the serial 001 interface. So let's enter that interface. So interface S0 slash 0 slash 1. We are now configuring the interface and we need to stop CDP from going out there. To do that, we type in no CDP enable that turns off CDB CDP broadcast from going in and out serial 001 on our branch edge router, which is our internet connection. That's all we have to do to stop CDP from going out to the internet. I'm going to go ahead and type exit. Type exit a second time brings us back to privilege exec mode. Issue a show CDP neighbors command to find any neighboring devices. Okay, so 
right here. Once again, from privilege exec mode, type in show CDP neighbors, and it'll list out our CDP neighbors. We're not getting any information from our internet facing side or serial, but our gig shows us that we have branch firewall connected to it. So this is our interface here on branch edge, gig 000. And branch firewall is connected to that. Onto a question, is there a neighboring device? Yes, it is. What type of device? What's its name? On what interface is it connected? Is the device IP address listed? Record the information in the addressing table. We got a whole lot of stuff we need to document. Now, if you did this right away, it may take a couple seconds for CDP to update, actually more than a couple seconds. To make Packet Tracer skip ahead in time, you can click the fast forward button. Down here in the left area, where I'm circling, there is this button that looks like two triangles pointed to the right. If you hit that, it'll fast forward 30 seconds in the life of the packet tracer simulator. And, and that'll hopefully CDP will happen then. And you can go ahead and run that CDP neighbors command and you should see branch firewall being listed. Okay, let's start answering the questions. Is there a, is there a neighboring network device? Yes, there is. What type of device is it? Well, looking here, looking at our information, we come under the capability, right? Here's our capability, and it says we have an R. Well, what does R mean? Right above this is a list of capability codes. We find the R in here, and R says it's a router. So it is a router. What is the name of the device? The name of the device right here is the device ID. So it's branch dash firewall. So branch dash firewall. Once again, make sure you follow the cases and the punctuation, spaces and dashes. On what interface is it connected? Well, it, it shows that we have two interfaces. Here it says gig zero zero and here it says port ID gig zero zero. This is the local interface, meaning we are on the branch edge router. On the branch edge router, this is the local interface. So on branch edge router, we are connected into the gig zero zero port. And so here on branch edge is, and then that is gig zero slash zero. And then on the far side of that, because you got a, you got a cable, you got to plug it into two devices. So on our close side, on the device we're on, this is our local interface. On the far side, on the branch firewall, it is the port ID. And that, that port ID is gig zero zero. Yes, it's the same one, but this is the far side of that connection. It's gig zero, zero. So on branch dash firewall it's gig zero zero again because once again both devices they can have a gig zero zero so we just happen to connect this wire into both gig zero zeros is the ip is the device's ip address listed looking here we have the name of the device, the local interface, the hold time, what type of device is it, the platform of that far device, and the interface. There is no IP address there, so no IP address. Record the information in the addressing table. So this is the answer to the question, all of this information. Now we need to list this information up here in our addressing table. We are on our branch edge router, branch edge router. We had two connections. One was the serial interface going to the internet. One was our gig zero zero interface internally. And so what we're looking at is the branch firewall is on this internal gig zero zero address. We know what the IP address is of the gig zero zero interface on branch edge. 
and the subnet mask. Now we just need to fill in what is it connected to on the far end. Well, we are connected, once again, this is the far end that that wire is connected into. So we are connected into gig zero slash zero. And then the name of that device is branch firewall. Branch dash firewall. Okay, our table is updated. The recorded information in the address and table. We are done with D. Now E, to find the IP address of the neighboring device, use the show CDP neighbors detail. Now this is going to allow us to get the IP address of that fire device of the branch firewall. Okay, in our branch edge device, we are going to type in show CDP neighbor details. Here's our details. And once again, notice I hit enter several times to give me some blank lines so I can easily find when I started my command. Device ID, branch firewall. That's the first device we're looking for. Right here is the name from our show CDP neighbors. And then the next one here is the entry addresses. What addresses can we use to enter it? It gives us an IP address of 192.168.3.253. This is the address that we're going to use to connect into using SSH. Okay, aside from the neighboring device's IP address, what other piece of potentially sensitive information is listed? So this is the IP address. We're going to use that when we do SSH from branch edge, the device we're on, to the branch firewall, that's the new device we found through CDP. But what else, what other potential sense, potentially sensitive information? Looking through here, we have the platform. So that says we're on a um, C1900 router that that fire devices were connected into the gig port, not necessarily that sensitive. Down here, we have version. We have the Cisco operating system. We have the version of software. This could potentially be a problem. No. So what is it? It is, okay, it's the neighboring devices. iOS version. Now, why is that sensitive? There might be a vulnerability. If it's an older version, there might be a vulnerability in an old version of the operating system. And with that being an older version, somebody might be able to come in and run an exploit against that old version that had that security flaw. This could be your potentially sensitive information, the version of the iOS software that that device is running. Now, before I scroll on, I'm gonna come back to my little chart here and I'm gonna fill in some information. I'm gonna fill in information based upon what I filled in on my addressing table. For serial 001, I'm going to write that in my chart here. This is serial 001 here. I have the IP address written down of 209.165.200. I have its name written down there. But then I'm going to put the gig 0 slash 0 interface down there. And I'm also going to put the IP address 192.168.3.249. From the branch router, branch edge router, I know my next device is branch firewall out of my gig 00 port. And on the branch firewall, I come in on the gig 00 port also. I'm going to go ahead and draw that router onto my diagram here. So draw another line down, circle. I'm going to write the name here. So branch firewall. I am coming in on the gig 
zero slash zero interface and I even know what that IP address is. And that was, I scroll up here. Oh, it's right here. 192.168.3.253. Now, it's not the prettiest of things, but this is what my drawing looks like right now. And it's giving me an idea of what it looks like. Okay, so on to step, step F. Now that you know the IP address of our neighboring device, and we got that right here when we did the show CDP neighbor detail, connect to it with SSH in order to discover other devices. So now we're gonna use SSH to connect into that branch firewall, and then we're gonna use CDP to discover neighbors, get map that out, get an IP address, go into the next device, and then use CDP again. So we're just sort of following a path here. To connect with SSH, use the same remote branch office username and password that we've been using. Okay, now, once again, we start off with SSH space dash L, and then it says use the username we've done. I wrote my username and passwords down here. Our username is branch admin and then the ip address that we're connecting into this is the ip address we are connecting into right here from our cdp neighbor detail 192.168.3.253 hit enter it had to think for a second because it had to do an arp lookup but now it's asking for our password and that was our password capital s Three C R E seven at sign. Okay, I gotta reach. I gotta start it over because I typed it wrong. Capital S. Three C R E seven capital P at sign five five. Now, what happened here on my screen is I took too long to enter it in. It timed out. So I have to go in and enter my SSH command again, or I can hit up arrow once, there's my SSH command, hit enter, now I can go ahead and enter my password. So capital S, three, C-R-E, seven, capital P, at sign, five, five. And I have successfully logged in. I am now connected to the branch firewall as the privilege executive level permissions. After successfully connecting with SSH, what does the command prompt show? Well, the command prompt shows our device name and then what mode we're in. So it shows branch dash firewall followed by the pound sign, the hashtag, the octothorpe, or my personal favorite, the waffle sign. Step G. You are remotely connected to the next neighbor. So we are remotely connected into the firewall. If you look at your drawing, that's where we are in this process. And so we've went from the edge one router to the branch edge, and now we're in the branch firewall. We're in our third router. Use CDP neighbors and show CDP neighbors detail to discover other connected devices. Okay, let's go ahead and type in show CDP neighbors. When I do the show CDP neighbors command, it gives me two devices. One device is SW-BR-Floor2. And then the second device is Branch Edge. Well, Branch Edge is just where we came from, but this SW-BR-Floor2 is a new device. If I had to make an educated guess, this is switch in our branch location on floor two. Question, what type of network devices neighbor this device? Record any, any newly discovered devices in the addressing table. 
include their host name, interfaces, and IP addresses. Up here in our addressing table, we're going to list out each one of these because these are each a connection. Yes, one of them's newly discovered, but we also want to document the information going back. That's what we're going to do here in our lab. Okay, record any newly discovered devices in the addressing table, include their host name, interfa interfaces, and IP addresses. We don't need the subnet mask. But the question, what types of network devices neighbor this device? Well, we can look at our table here. We can see that the switch branch floor two is has a capability of S. What the S is, is it's a switch. And then our branch edge is an R under capability and R is a router. Those are our two devices. So what type of devices? We have, we have a router and that was branch dash edge. And then we have can't spell router correctly and then we have a switch and that was sw-br-floor2 and then this is a new device let's go ahead and enter these two connections into our table up here we are on the branch firewall, so that is our device name. Branch dash firewall. And I'm just gonna go ahead and fill this in a second time because like I said, we have two connections, so we'll have two lines of information. And I'm going to start filling in information on this. I am going to do gig zero zero first because that comes numerically. And so my local interface here is gig zero zero. I can go ahead and fill that into my addressing table. So gig zero slash zero. Yo, we don't have any IP addresses from the show CDP neighbors. We need to get that from the show CDP neighbors detail, which we'll do in here in a second, but let's go ahead and fill this out. So we don't have an IP address. We don't have the subnet mask but we can get what devices it's connected into or what remote ports and what remote device it's connected into. So the remote port is gig zero zero. We can fill that in over here. So gig zero slash zero, and that is connected to the branch edge. This is to branch edge. So branch dash edge. And that's all the information we can get off of there. Now we can look at our gig zero one. So our local interface is gig zero one. It's a gig. We can't get our IP address or subnet mask from right here, but we can tell you where it's connected into. The remote port where it's connected into is gig zero one. So gig zero slash one. And then that device we are connected into on that far side is sw-br-floor2. We can go ahead and type that in sw-br for branch and then floor2. That's all the information we can get from the show CDP neighbors. Now let's go ahead and run the show CDP neighbors detail. Show CDP neighbors detail. Right here is where we ran the command. Here is our switch BR floor two. We can see that there is an IP address on there. That's the IP address we're going to use to connect into. And here is the IP address coming down here. Here's branch edge. Here is the IP address to connect into the branch edge if we wanted to circle back. 192.168.3.249. If we look at our addressing table here on the branch edge, here is that IP address. 
So that confirms we have the right address. But we still can't get our IP address and subnet mask from the show CDP neighbor detail. What we have to do is use a different command. Now, we still have information left. I'm just going to hit Control-C. Takes me out of that. I'm going to use the show IP interface brief command. And that's going to list my ports and then my IP addresses. We don't need subnet mask, so this will do right now. And so the gig 00 here on the branch firewall, once again, we are on the branch firewall. The gig 00, this is the IP address, 192.168.3.253. We can go ahead and enter that in, 192.168.3.253. And then the gig 00's interface is 192.168.4.129. Record any newly discovered devices, including their host name, interfaces, and IP addresses. Now let's go ahead and just fill in that subnet mask any, anyways. Where would we go to get that? Oh, we could do a show interfaces. Show interfaces gives us gig 00. Then it gives us our IP address and then it gives us the slash 29. That is our subnet. A slash 29 converts into 255.255.255.248. So that takes care of gig 00. We still have more information to show. So I'm going to hit the space bar. Here is gig 01. Our IP address is 192.168.4.129. And then that's a slash 25. When you convert a slash 25 into data decimal notation, you get 255.255.255.128. We have our two lines filled up here for the branch firewall. That should take care of step G. On to step H. Continue discovering new devices using SSH and the show CDP commands. Eventually you'll reach the end of the network and there you'll be there'll be no more devices to discover. Okay. Before I go on, I'm going to come back to our drawing because the last device I drew on here was the branch firewall. We now know what the next device is. It's that switch branch floor 2. It's that switch in the branch on floor two. So I can add that to our information and update our table. I'm going to go ahead and draw the switch in here. It's a square. It's close there. Draw a line connecting them. And coming out of the branch firewall to that switch is gig 01. So I'm going to write gig 01. We also know what the IP address is, 192.168.4.129. Then two one sixty eight four dot one twenty nine, and I know I'm going into switch br two, so I can write that name down. Switch dash br, oh floor two. Sorry, I said that wrong. And we are coming in on gig zero one port, so I can also write our entry port down here. Gig zero one. The other piece of information we are able to get. And I'm going to go back here in our window where we're working. Hit Control C to enter. But if I up arrow, show CDP neighbors detail was able to give me an IP address for switch BR floor two. Switch BR, sorry, switch BR floor two. Ports on a switch don't get IP addresses. That means this is the management interface this is the svi that switch virtual interface this will allow us to connect into that i can add that piece of information to my addressing table here and so i'm going down to the next line so below branch firewall we can put our device name sw-br-floor2 is our name now that remember that ip address isn't associated with a interface it's associated with a svi so that is the svi interface and then that ip address is 
192.168.4.132. We got that right here from our show details. That's the address we can then use in our SSH statement to connect into. Okay, so we got to continue using SSH. So we have to SSH into our new device, our SW BR floor 2. Hit control C to end this over here. Now I can do SSH space dash L. And once again, the user we're using is branch admin, all one word, all lowercase. And then the IP address we're connecting into, that was this. IP address on the switch, that switch virtual interface, we can either get it here or our addressing table, 192.168.4.132, 192.168.4.132, hit enter, and it's now prompting us for a password, capital S3CRE7, capital P, at sign 55. And our prompt has changed. We are now in SW-BR-Floor2 and in privilege exec mode again. Question. What is the name of the switch that does not have an IP address? Well, we haven't figured that out yet. We need to continue discovering our network. First command here we're going to use is the show CDP neighbors. Let's go ahead and do show CDP neighbors. It gives us three devices. First device here is the branch firewall. That's where we just came from. Then it gives us, looks like a switch on floor three and a switch on floor one. So these are two new devices, the switch on floor three and the switch on floor one. But we're going to put all three of these entries into our addressing table. I'm going to scroll down our addressing table over here a little bit underneath where we have SWBR floor two, but that's the device we're on. We're going to add in three more entries. So I'm just going to copy paste this name down three times because I have three entries and I'm going to do the first one in alphabetical numerical order. We're going to do the gigabit first. Gig01, we can come on over here, put that in our table. That's our local port, so it's gig0 slash 1. Uh, we don't know IP addresses of those, but once again, we're on a switch, so our ports don't get IP addresses, but we can tell you what we're connected into. Gig01 connects into the remote port of gig01 so we can document that so gig0 slash 1 and that goes into our branch firewall branch dash firewall I spell firewall correctly that takes care of that connection then we're going to look here at the next one we're going to do gig02 next so that is our switch on floor 1 so our local port here is gig zero slash two. We don't have, know the IP addresses, but we do know that we are connected into the remote port of gig zero two. And our remote device name here is switch or SW dash BR dash floor one. And we can enter that in S dash BR dash floor one. And the third and final connection here is our fast ethernet zero slash 24. We can go ahead and enter that in fast zero slash 24. Don't know our IP addresses, but we do know what we're connected into. Fast zero 24 is connected on to, into the remote port of fast zero 24. So fast zero slash 24. And that device is called SWBR Floor 3. SW-BR Floor 3. That is the information that we can get from the show 
show CVP neighbors. Let's go ahead and enter in the show CVP neighbors detail. Here's the branch firewall. We know the IP address 192.168.4.129. That's in our addressing table right here. And so this is all the branch firewall information. I'm going to hit space bar, scroll up. Here is SWBR floor three. Here is its IP address, 192.168.4.133. So this would be the IP address of that management port of the SVI, the switch virtual interface on floor three. And then I'm going to hit space bar one more time. Here is SWBR floor one. Here is the entry addresses for that. And notice there is no address. Oh, so SWBR floor one must be that new device because it doesn't have an IP address. That's what they asked us to find. Okay, but we still need to continue documenting our network. We can connect into the floor three switch because we have an IP address and then we need to see if there's any more devices. One last thing to update my table, I'm going to also list in SW-BR dash floor one. And I'm gonna put SVI. And then this was the device we don't know the name of. So I'm just gonna put some question marks in there. This is going to let me know that this is the device that needs an IP address. So this is where we have to set that up. Coming down here to H, our question. Type your answer. What's the name of the device? SW-BR-Floor1 needs an IP address. Draw your topology. Last thing I have to do is update my topology because the last thing I have on here was the floor two switch. I need to add the floor one switch and the floor three switch. So I'm gonna go ahead, draw in my two switches. SWBR-floor one and SW-BR-floor three. Connect those up. I can figure out from my chart here which is connected to what port. Looking at going back to the branch firewall from our port, from our table here, I have that information documented, but I need to document the next one. So gig zero two goes to floor one. So I can go gig zero slash two. And that goes into gig zero two on the floor one switch. I can also write that down by the floor one switch, the so gig zero two. I can also figure out how the floor three switch is connected up. Out of the floor two switch, it's going from fast ethernet zero, zero 24. So I can write that down, F zero slash 24. And that's going in on the far end switch into fast ethernet zero slash 24. Fast ethernet zero slash 24. Last two other things I can do is I can add the SVIs into my drawing. So the SVI here for the floor three switch was 192. Oh, gotta be make sure I'm on the right one. 192.168.4. .133. And then I didn't add the SVI for the floor two switch. I'm going to go ahead and add that right in there. And so that is 192.168.4.132. This is what my drawing looks like. Not neat, not professional. You may not be able to read it, but... It works for me. It has the documentation down there. I am able to follow it. I am able to get into my devices now. I know what device I have to go put an IP address. After I do that, 
I should be able to remotely manage all of those devices from my office because I can SSH into each of the devices along the path and remotely configure all of them, including the ports on the floor switches. I need to turn it into an access port. I need to put it into the right VLAN. I can do that from the comfort of my office. I'm gonna minimize this. So I can do that from my office and remotely connect into the branch office wherever that branch office is, as long as it has an internet connection. Could be across the street, across the town, or halfway around the world. Wherever it is, I can do it from the comfort of my office. I'm gonna go ahead, take a picture of my drawing, insert it into my document here, and save my Word document. That was Packet Tracer Lab 10.1.5 Use CDP to Map a Network. It was my pleasure to provide you with this wonderful episode on configuration examples. If you like this episode and you got value out of it, please click that like button, give a five star rating, leave a comment. This all helps me bring you more great content. Please take a minute to subscribe to my channel. All my socials and contact information are on my website, kevtechify.com. There you can find out how to get all these episodes in video and podcast form. Thank you so much for watching this episode of my series on practical configuration examples for the CCNA. I've created four wonderful playlists for you on the CCNA. These episodes, I go through all the concepts that Cisco calls out for the CCNA. Once again, I'm Kevin. This is Kev Techify. I'll see you next time for another great adventure.